Wait for it. Today, we are talking all about patience. Get it? I tell you what, in the past little while, I have learned so much about patience in my own life, and God has revealed some truths to me, so much so that I just have to share them with you. I'm hitting you today with three truths about patience that will help you in any situation, whether you're thinking that husband is delayed, that promotion is on pause, or you're just ready for the person in front of you to step on that easy-to-find vertical rectangular pedal on the right as the light has been green for a good three seconds already. Today, I've got you covered. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all, let's get into it. Let's talk all about patience today. Why? Because on this podcast, I share with you what I've been going through and how the Lord has taught me to, well, deal with it is what I want to say, but truly how the Lord has taught me to be his daughter, no matter where I am or what the circumstances are. That's it right there. That's my goal. That's my desire. And I struggle with it often. But you know what I learned a long time ago, probably through playing basketball? Struggle is actually a positive word. Struggle means that you're trying and you're getting better. Struggle means that you're not giving up. Struggle means that you're pushing on. Struggle means that you're getting stronger with every single attempt. Learning to dribble between my legs or do figure eights with a basketball. Losing the ball or dribbling it off my foot meant that I was pushing myself to go faster to get better. The struggle was a positive. So when that's where I find myself when it comes to patience, I actually from now on want to remind myself of that right there. And I want to ensure that I keep pressing forward knowing that I am getting stronger. Think about it. There are things children are so impatient with that you as an adult can now wait for, right? Well, in most cases. I feel like Amazon Prime has reverted some of us back to an elite level of impatience. But my point is that there are struggles you have grown out of, you have conquered, and now it's on to bigger ones. A few days ago, I was flying from Knoxville, Tennessee to Orange County, California. So I thought. My flight was pretty standard, actually really good timing with a quick layover in Dallas. Yet, as we were about to land in Dallas, the captain's voice came over the speaker informing us that we had been in a holding pattern circling DFW airport waiting for clearance to land in a storm and, well, we were now nearly out of fuel. So we were headed to Waco to refuel and then get back in the air so we could land in Dallas. Do you really think it was that smooth? Do you really think it was that easy and convenient? Um, If you're a frequent traveler, you're probably either reacting in one of two ways. One, either you have your own experience and story you're brewing up to one-up my story, or you're empathetic and feeling bad for the experience I had, whether you've experienced it yourself or not. Patience is what was necessary that day. Lots and lots of patience. Well, I'll share more of what actually happened throughout this episode, but the main points I want to get to you today are three truths to implementing patience in your life. Now, the Oxford Dictionary defines patience as the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. It's the without getting angry or upset part that really gets us sometimes, right? 
Now, Merriam-Webster, which I'm going to nowadays as like my second opinion because they seem to always use the root word in the definition and I've complained about that on my podcast enough. So the fact that they say patience is the act of being patient, I'm done. But I do like their definition of patient. Patient is bearing pains or trials calmly or without complaint and also steadfast despite opposition, difficulty or adversity. Okay, I love those definitions, bearing pains or trials calmly or without complaint, and also steadfast despite opposition, difficulty, or adversity. Okay, now let me give you all the gold when it comes to patience so that you can implement these strategies into your life like today. Y'all, I tried and tried, but these points today, they don't rhyme. They're not an alliteration. They're not even like super memorable in a fun way, but I pray that they stand out to you and that you catch them so clearly that next time you're facing a decision of whether to be patient or not, you can remember these truths and make a decision which way your actions will take you. All right, let's go. Number one, understand that patience is the fruit. Now, whether you grew up in church and remember the catchy song you sang as a child, or are still wondering who Jesus is and if this decision is for you, I want to make sure you understand this point clearly. As believers, we know the fruit of the Spirit. We often quote or speak of or call on the fruit of the Spirit. But the problem I find, and I think I can say this because I find it in myself often, the problem is that we think the fruit is automatic. We think that once we become believers in Christ that we just automatically have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, which is sort of true. I mean, it is in the Bible, right? But here's the thing. These are fruit of the Spirit. Well, what is fruit? Fruit is produced over time. But more importantly, fruit is evidence that basically it is what it says it is. Like, have you ever bought a fruit tree from like Home Depot? You've bought this little twig in a plastic cup that has a tag with a picture of a lemon or an orange on it. You're trusting the Home Depot labeling system and the tree farm, but in reality, you don't know for sure that this is an orange tree until it actually produces oranges. The fruit is the evidence that it is what it says it is. So the fruit of the Spirit in the lives of believers, those qualities are the evidence that I am who I say I am. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. They are the evidence and basically to confirm to others that I have the Spirit in me. They are the evidence. They are the fruit. Don't forget that. Well, speaking of orange trees, let me share with you a little story. When I was in fifth grade, my mom, my dad, and my brother, we all flew to Phoenix, Arizona for Christmas. My grandparents were snowbirds and had a winter home there, as many Canadians do. The adventure was so amazing, so much so that we continued to spend Christmas in Arizona every year after that, which led to my brother and I each attending high school in Arizona for a couple years to further our athletic opportunities. I don't think I've ever shared that part of the story, but there's the full backstory. Anyway, those weeks we would spend in Phoenix at Christmas, along with swimming on Christmas Day and soaking up the sun, we did all we could to experience different opportunities, museums, huge shopping malls, and of course, sporting events and camps. One day, we went to a museum, and the streets were lined with orange trees. This was so cool. I mean, orange trees. Orange trees didn't grow where we were from. These trees were full of oranges. Why was nobody picking and eating them? So there was no way we were letting them go to waste. The perk of having a six-foot-eight dad as a youngster, my dad reached up, 
picked us a couple oranges for the drive back. My mom peeled the oranges and handed some pieces back to my brother and I. What just happened? These were not the juicy, sweet oranges I was expecting. Come to find out, Arizona is known for these beautiful orange trees. Why does nobody eat them? Because they are considered ornamental oranges. Sour oranges, as they're known, are not often eaten due to their extreme bitterness. Wow, definitely agree. So now I was like all kinds of jacked up. What looked like an orange tree, what looked like it had luscious and juicy oranges producing from it, was actually a fake. No way. Well, actually, their oil is used for perfume, and their peel is used for the best marmalades. Y'all know I had to do a little bit of research because I've been all about how creative God is, and I was over here wondering, why would he make fake fruit? But there was a purpose in it. But I share that entire stroll down memory lane for me to bring this point home. Fruit is evidence that you are what you say you are, that you are who you say you are. Fruit is the evidence, and hey, Looking at the fruit is not the same as experiencing it. A smile on your face does not automatically mean that you are joyful. Keeping quiet in the corner does not mean others will experience peace from you. And simply standing in line does not mean you are producing patience. And although we say, if it quacks, it's a duck, or however the saying goes, those orange trees with oranges were not oranges, if you ask me. Okay, so remember, patience is a fruit. Now, let's keep going. Number two patience is produced. Y'all know I don't quote the King James Version of the Bible or the New King James often, but I'm bringing it out in this instance. And here's what I want to say about this. Did I Google the word I wanted to read so that I could make it fit into what I wanted to say? No. Actually, as God was working in me, I just kept remembering that the testing of your faith produces patience. The testing of your faith produces patience. The testing of your faith produces patience. So I was sure that was from God's word. I knew it was the scripture that this worketh that, which then worketh that, which then produces that. You know how sometimes we remember scripture, but we don't totally remember it? Well, I think God takes delight in that too. But at some point in my life, I had read that verse. I had been taught that verse. I had put that verse into action in my life so that right now I could pull it out. So from there... I hit Google, typing in Bible. The testing of your faith produces patience. Well, Google rapid fire informed me that it's James chapter 1 verse 3. So I opened my New Living Translation Bible up to James chapter 1 verse 3. Y'all, this is really how I do it. My own paper Bible is so important to me. And for years, it is the physical thing that God has spoken to me through. So even when I Google a verse, I look it up in my paper Bible. Yes, even while at the coffee shop. Well, James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4 in the New Living Translation says this, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Now, this version doesn't say the word patience. It says endurance. Does that mean it means something totally different? No. Because endurance means the ability to withstand hardship or adversity. Patience means basically the same thing, but adding on the without complaining part. Look, the Bible does not contradict itself. And when we get caught up in words like that, that is when we get stuck for no good reason. And that's how as believers, we end up being called hypocrites and all kinds of arguments ensue. But back to my point, patience is produced. Patience isn't just there, it is produced. Remember when you're shopping at the grocery store, Fruit is in what section? 
Now, it depends on whether you're in Canada or the U.S., but the fruit is in the produce section or the produce section, however you choose to say it. The point, though, is the fruit is produce. It is what is produced. Again, patience is not automatic. You aren't born with patience. Some mothers think their babies are born with patience because they are chilling in the womb and not coming out until they are ready. But without even being able to speak and clearly express their wants and needs, patience still has to be produced. A crying baby will have a mom scrambling to lift her shirt and provide nourishment for an impatient crying child, often trying to console them with words like, I'm coming, I'm coming. Look, without a test, there is no patience. Without a test, there is no endurance. Remember the first point I shared? Patience is a fruit, which means that it is evidence that the Spirit is in you. Patience is the evidence for others to see. And if you never go through a test, that fruit will never be produced. Remember that the next time you are going through something, the next time you are facing some adversity, some hardship, some delay, trouble, suffering, can you do it without complaining? Can you go through it without getting angry? That right there is how patience is produced. So there I was, tracking my second flight from DFW to Orange County. That flight kept getting delayed, obviously because of the storm as well. But as we sat on the plane in Waco, I was given an opportunity to produce some patience. What a way to say that. I was given an opportunity to produce some patience. After over an hour sitting there, the captain said we were about to deplane in Waco and to take all our belongings. Now, at this point, I had looked for later flights to Orange County from Dallas. I had looked into even renting a car and driving the hour and 45 minutes to Dallas because I figured if I could just get to Dallas, which I would drive in a storm for sure, then I'd have flight options. And when that wasn't available, I looked into an Uber. As we deplaned into the airport, well, the one barn-sized building, we were told that the airport was closed. Security had gone home for the day, so if we exited the doors, we wouldn't be allowed back in. The young man I'd been sitting with for the past five hours, he and I at this point were friends, and we discussed even sharing the Uber. But I was assured that we would be boarding again, and we would fly to Dallas. Again, an opportunity to produce patience. I wasn't all worked up. I had options and I had decisions to make. I realized I wouldn't make my connection. And at this point, it was getting late. And even if I did get to Dallas, I was not wanting to get on another three-hour flight. So I made the decision to rebook the morning flight. And I booked an airport hotel. And then I just took a breath and accepted where I was. The story will continue in a bit. But remember, patience is a fruit. And patience needs to be produced. And number three, patience is a virtue. Now you already know this. You probably thought I would have said that popular phrase way before now. So what is a virtue you ask? Well, don't worry. I looked it up for you. I looked up the definition of the phrase and the word you've been saying to other people, whether it's your parents, your children, or the woman behind you honking as the light just turned green. I looked it up and here's what it actually means. Now, I think I always understood this quote as in like patience is a blessing or patience is part of being virtuous or patience is actually a good thing. But I find that the phrase has been most commonly used in my life in times that I don't want to be patient or times that I am already crossing the bridge to impatience or times when someone else around me is impatient and I throw this phrase out there as a condescending way. You gotta admit it with me. I can't be the only one here. But patience is a virtue. 
There are arguments about who coined the phrase in the first place, but no arguments that it's been around for a long, long time. The phrase is a reflection upon your ability to wait for something. The idea is that by calling patience a virtue, it's like a state of moral excellence. It leads people to believe an ability to wait without agitation is this admirable quality. I mean, I wouldn't disagree. It's also believed that part of the reason this statement has become like a universal truth throughout history is because patience often seems to go against our instincts. It's something everyone struggles with, but even scientists believe patience can be learned over time. And the more we exercise patience, the less likely we are to become that agitated and angry person when we are forced to wait for something. And the belief is that being patient makes for a happier life. Well, I don't disagree with any of that, but let me add truth. Truth from the word. Truth from God. And I've already hit this, but patience is a fruit. Patience is a fruit of the Spirit, and patience is produced with the testing of your faith. But the real truth is that although your faith will be tested, although you may have to wait with God, you have patience within you. You have this virtuous quality within you. You just have to choose to activate it. God has given us as believers so many gifts, so many qualities, and so much power. But the problem is that oftentimes we don't even activate them. We don't turn the key in the ignition. We don't put in the battery. We don't press start. Why? Because we just assume that God is God and he gives us these things ready to go. But the truth is we need to play our part. We need to add batteries. We need to activate the qualities. We need to produce the patience. That virtue, that victory, that happiness, that patience, it's available to you. It's all just one opportunity away. So when the time comes, will you tap into who you really are or will you react out of how you feel? Ooh, I need to repeat that part for myself. When the trouble comes, when the delay comes, when the trial comes, when the test comes, will you tap into who you really are or will you react out of how you feel? Y'all, after three hours in Waco, we boarded the plane to finally head to Dallas. At this point, nothing could bother me because I had already rebooked and had a hotel ready. My new friend Bryce beside me had his girlfriend and his sister driving the two and a half hours to pick him up in Dallas. They should arrive there right around the time that we land. So there we were, neither of us impatient because we had already taken action on this test that came our way. And you know what happened on that 30-minute flight? He finally asked me about Jesus. Well, in a roundabout kind of way, telling me his girlfriend went on a church outing to help a community in need. If each of us were in a state of complaint, anger, frustration, impatience, how would that conversation have gone? But I'll tell you what, it actually went to the point of me sharing the His Word My Walk podcast. And although I knew he wasn't interested in it, he took a picture of my phone with an episode on it to send to his girlfriend saying she may listen. So, although I don't know your name, if you are Bryce's girlfriend and you're listening, know that God has a purpose and a plan for you. And I am so glad I had that encounter with your boyfriend to be able to get this message just for you. Look, patience is a virtue, a quality of moral excellence that makes life a little happier. I agree. I got to the hotel, had a great sleep, and was back at the airport the next morning. I grabbed an iced tea and breakfast sandwich and sat down close to my gate. A frazzled woman came and sat beside me who was heading to Hawaii, and we got to chatting about how she slept in and was rushing and all the things. So I shared about my experience the day before, because that's just what you do at airports. And you know what she said to me? She said these words, you are so patient. And let me tell you, the only reason I was so patient is because the day before, I had an opportunity to grow in patience. I had a test that produced patience, and that patience that was produced the day before had just rolled over. 
But it wasn't just about patience. It was about taking action while in a patient state. You see, as I approached the gate for my flight to Orange County, I recognized people who had spent the night on the airport floor. In fact, there were 26 names on the standby list for the flight. So let me encourage you. There will always be opportunities to exercise patience in your life. There will be opportunities which seem like tests and trials and struggles, and I'm not going to lie to you, they are. But they serve a purpose. It's time to produce some patience. And while you're producing patience, take some action. Action that allows you to remain in that patience. Action that allows that patience to produce into the beautiful fruit that it is. Action that produces that beautiful fruit so that others can recognize and experience it. Look, it's not always going to be easy. It's not supposed to be. Because the plan is that you grow. So when the challenges come, I pray that you remember that patience is a fruit. Patience is produced and patience is a virtue and you have the opportunity in the moment to live out and experience all of it. Thank you for joining me this week. Did you know that enrollment to the Bible Time Accelerator program is always open? You can sign up for my latest free masterclass at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com or head straight to the details to enroll. And let me just say, you may have been hearing about my newest 30-day program, Bible Journaling Bootcamp. This is an incredible program to get your relationship with God to another level by journaling through your time with Him. Women's lives are being transformed in these 30 days. You can enroll today or jump on the wait list for the next round. This program fills up fast, so come on in. I would love to serve you. Let's keep in touch. Find me over on Instagram at Kayla Praise. I'll see you next time.